This episode is brought to you by Beta Next. Beta Next powers the future of connected wealth, providing frictionless wealth management enterprise solutions, real-time data capabilities, and an enhanced wealth advisor experience. Through their software, data, and operations as a services approach, they empower their clients to deliver a comprehensive end-to-end advisor and investor experience. To learn more, visit betanext.com. That's betanext.com, B-E-T-A-N-X-T.com. The wealth tech revolution is now. Wealthstack provides bolder technology strategies and powers a new generation of growth-oriented advisors. Join us in Florida, May 21st to the 24th, and get 20% off now with our discount code WEALTH20. That's WEALTH20, W-E-A-L-T-H-2-0, and be sure to search Wealthstack to find out more. Welcome to the Wellstack Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Rossick, the Director of Wellstack Content and Solutions. In this episode, I'm joined by Nicole Zhang, CMO of Pontera, the company helping advisors manage their clients' retirement accounts and other held away assets. Nicole, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. And also to our listeners, I'm super happy to be here as part of your Wellstack Podcast relaunch. Uh, I'm joining today from sunny and brisk New York City uh, at the Pantera headquarters. All right, fantastic! And you know, I'm I'm excited because you're actually the first woman to appear on the Wellstack uh, <laughs> web or uh, <laughs> podcast since I've officially relaunched it. So a uh, bit of a milestone there. So happy that you're the first to be here. But before we kind of dive into the meat of things, uh, I want listeners to get to know you a little bit better. And you've really had a, an incredible career trajectory. So tell us a little bit about your your background and how you ultimately ended up at Pantera. Sure. So uh, as you mentioned, now CMO of Pontera, and we aspire to be the bridge to better retirement for millions of Americans by helping financial advisors manage held away assets. Uh, Actually, prior to Pontera, I've held four other positions as chief marketing officer for both business-focused and consumer-focused software. Uh, My latest one, actually, I uh, was a co-founder at a company that I had the luck of helping take to the NASDAQ. Um, so pretty fun ride. I ended up joining Pontera because um, how could you not love that mission? Um, and also because the team here is excellent and our advisor network is stellar. Uh, I reside in New York City, uh, as I mentioned, and um, yeah, just great to be here. Oh, fantastic. What was that ride to NASDAQ like? I'm so curious. So I've I've been to their offices, recorded videos there before, but actually being in it to, you know, take a company there, that's pretty incredible. So want to hear more about that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So um, I was on a founding team of a tiny software company that was called Minim. Uh, and we were set out to actually help consumers protect their home networks. Um, And we worked with internet service providers to do so. Um, And lots of different regulations actually to deal with, with the FCC there and and Wi-Fi and all that fun stuff. But we actually partnered with internet service providers and hardware providers and uh, brought to market a solution for consumers to use an app to manage their Wi-Fi. Um, Fast forward a bit, we ended up merging with a hardware company with the exclusive rights to the Motorola brand. 
uh, and they were already listed, but not yet NASDAQ listed. Um, so we uplisted and uh, opened a public offering. And um, in short order, I became president of the company and it was great. It was um, tough, a very tough business to be in, I will say, because of uh, supply chain and all sorts of you know challenges, inflation challenges. Um, so I will have to say that hardware ultimately wasn't for me, um, but really happy to join Pontera because as I mentioned, the team, great, the mission, great, the focus on, on bringing people to better retirements is uh, awesome. Well, we're certainly happy to have you part of the wealth tech community. So we are now on to segment one of the podcast. So you all know what's coming next. It's stats all folks. So Nicole, I'm going to throw out a few stats to you that we're going to ruminate on. And the first one I have is JP Morgan put out a study stating that 62% of plan participants wish they could completely hand over retirement planning to an expert. I've certainly felt this way, and this probably goes back to financial literacy issues in the country, but that's the whole separate topic. Do clients know that their 401k and 403bs and other retirement accounts can be professionally managed? Yeah, so you're absolutely right on the financial literacy front, Shannon. So uh, financial literacy is an important backdrop, and I'll return to that. Uh, but, but let's first zoom out. Uh, I know the question is about clients, but let's first take a look at retirement savers as a whole. We know about a third of Americans seek help from a financial advisor, so there's a big gap right there. 62% wish they could hand over retirement planning, but one-third retain help. So when you dig into that gap, why retirement savers want help but might not be getting it, uh, there are many reasons, and it probably varies by demographics and financial literacy. But one reason that's particularly pertinent for this conversation is whether individuals believe they have enough money to need wealth management in the first place. And I'll, uh, I'll start with a little anecdote here. Um, if you ask my mother, and I do have permission to talk about her, uh, <laughs> she's she's been saving in various direct contribution plans since the 90s. Her 401k accounts make up the majority of her assets, and she's well above the national average in salary. I actually saw a tweet yesterday uh, by Zach Ashburn, CFP, who said, another day, another 401k that was just sitting in, in a money market, and uh, it haunted me. So my mother continues to be worried about making good decisions for her retirement, but she's always believed that she doesn't have enough wealth for wealth management. So now with my role at Pontera, of course, her perception is changing, but the point still stands. It could be the case that many folks who don't, they don't, they don't know that their retirement planning or sorry, their retirement assets can be managed. Of course, in addition to other benefits such as tax planning, savings planning, and more with a financial advisor. And actually the numbers show this. The uh, National Association of Personal Financial Advisors, NAFPA, published a recent study of US adults that showed 47% of people feel like that they don't have enough money to qualify to speak with a financial advisor. And that number is actually 43% for men and 51% for women, by the way, which aligns pretty well with the gender gap in financial literacy. So now let's zoom in on the clients who have a financial advisor. Uh, do they know that their qualified accounts can be professionally managed? 
Uh, typically, individuals who have sought a financial advisor because they feel their financial situation is more nuanced or complex, uh, and it's it's something that they can't quite handle themselves uh, or even use uh, a form of automated advice. And the answer is that clients are typically surprised and sometimes even frustrated when the advisor does not offer 401k management to them as an option. Most clients have already sought out the advisor, they've already built a trusted relationship, and they've gone through a significant amount of paperwork when it comes to service agreements and moving assets into their advisor's custody. But then for their 401k, the employer-sponsored accounts, they can't do the same. So of course, not everyone needs 401k, 403b, and other retirement account management services. Um, some are perfectly happy with target date funds or the custodian managed services. But for those who have already taken that step and they prefer a trusted advisor uh, and they're seeking holistic advice, it's very likely that they want at least the option to get the help they need from their wealth manager. Well, shout out to your mom for letting us uh, use use that side story. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's the reality though, right? And, that, and that's how a lot of people feel. It, it's a lot to put together. You may feel like you have a ton of assets sitting in retirement, but to your point, not enough for that complete wealth management, holistic advice experience. And for the clients who are maybe a little more receptive to this idea and are having those conversations with advisors, are they seeing the value in it? Yeah. Um, typically, when a client approaches an advisor, they're asking for help on three. They're not or sorry, they're not asking for help on three out of four accounts. Um, they're coming to the advisor because they need help with their personal finances overall, and they do not intend to exclude the 401k from this ask. And what we hear from advisors is that when they offer 401k management, the majority of their clients are receptive to the service. One such advisor, Sean Rogers, who's CEO of Ironwood Wealth Management in Arizona and a customer of ours, Sean uh, has actually cited that roughly 80% of his eligible client base has adopted 401k management as part uh, of the service he offers. And I actually, I wanted to keep a direct quote here from Sean because I always like to keep a bank of quotes uh, from customers, get the voice in. Um, and Sean said that, when we discovered Pontera back in 2018, our clients were glad to learn that we could directly manage their 401ks. The overwhelming majority expressed relief in no longer needing to send us screenshots of fund lineups to implement recommendations on their own. And that's um, that's pretty much what we see to the client uh, not being able to receive proactive management on all of their retirement accounts seems more like a bug in the system than anything else. Uh, like you're, you're telling me that I can receive professional management from my advisor, whom my husband and I know by first name, but when it comes to my 401k, we can't, it's definitely, definitely a bug. Oh, absolutely. And, and being so disjointed is probably such a headache for clients, but I'm curious, do you see particular client profiles that are maybe a more receptive to professional 401k management? Is there a, a, a certain demographic that this is fitting or is it really just needed across the board, no matter where you are in your financial journey or, and what you're trying to ultimately accomplish with your retirement? Yeah, it, it definitely varies. I'd say um, first and foremost, I believe advisors will, and they should offer the service only when they feel it's within the best interest of their client. 
And um, as, as far as the client profile, um, anecdotally, what we see on the client profile is that it's more a matter of their habits and their financial acumen, getting back to that, that financial literacy. So those individuals who dabble in DIY investing, uh, they may be more comfortable logging into their retirement accounts and potentially turning off any auto settings such as managed services and making those asset allocation changes recommended by their advisor. But for all those individuals who are less comfortable or interested or, or maybe even too busy, uh, they tend to be happy to have their advisor's management. Makes sense. And so I want to throw out one more stat. I want to talk about 56%. Specifically, 56% of Americans want a holistic wealth management offering. And I know we touched on this earlier. So this idea around, um, you know, holistic wealth management, you know, servicing clients by providing advice like that really requires access to the right products, targeted to the right client, shared contextually at the right point in time, a lot obviously goes into it with a retirement being part of it. So how can advisors approach this discussion, particularly around retirement plans? Great question and also a hot topic. Uh, so the term holistic wealth management is very popular in our industry. Uh, let's, let's dig it into it more as far as the meaning from the client and the advisor perspective. So in the study that you cited, Accenture outlines the meaning of holistic management from the consumer's perspective, and that is highly curated management, bringing to the table a diverse set of product offerings, including ESG investing and social, socially responsible investing, as well as banking and insurance products. Now, if you Google what is holistic financial advice or management, which no one listening to this podcast needs to, but just to make the point... Uh, if you pull up resources for advisors, you'll typically see words such as a complete financial picture, financial planning with the client's goals in mind, and also a lot of talk about full portfolio balancing. So it's interesting to note that while both the advisor and the client think of a complete financial picture, the client barometer on holistic management is the perceived degree of customization versus what they could achieve on their own. And Accenture actually uh, in that study even points out that in their survey, over half of respondents felt that their advice was too generic and they could do better on their own. And what's more, many of in many of the employer-sponsored plans, the consumer may have access to more exclusive and beneficial fund offerings and not even know about it and or not be getting the most out of it. So how can advisors approach the discussion of holistic advice in the context of retirement planning? I'd say by continuously developing access to offerings and by educating how the individual's financial plan and subsequent portfolio performance is bespoke, it's customized to them. So for example, for planned retirement accounts, by truly understanding and vetting the fund menu, the advisor might explain why sticking with a 401k versus an IRA rollover for consolidation is beneficial. Of course, the opposite could be true. An IRA rollover might be best, but it's really about educating the client on these recommendations in their best interest out of the set of options that the advisor has at their disposal. And it's it's clearly a theme that really just continues to gain steam, you know, in the wealth management industry, this idea of holistic advice and, 
you know, what I'm seeing is, is what's truly driven that change is the fact that technology underpins the client experience, you know, establishing that tone and context for the overall client relationship, just beyond advice delivery. And which is why I think Pantera's story is so interesting. And for those listening and that maybe don't know, um, but Pantera was formerly Fiex. And I think it's so interesting that that you're highlighting that ongoing trend that financial advisors are increasingly trying to expand their services just beyond you know, managing a client portfolio because it has to be incredibly frustrating for advisors to work with clients that have assets outside of their practice because then they're essentially just giving clients guidance, but they're not getting compensated for it, right? <laughs> so you know, what has been the reception of, of the use of Pantera from advisors? Because they must be thrilled that they can actually manage held away 401k plans. Yeah, also a great question, but um, you might be surprised to learn that many advisors across the country are actually already managing clients' 401ks by logging into the client accounts on their behalf. And this practice actually predates Pontera's offering and has been common for over a decade. Uh, advisors are taking these steps because their clients pull them in this direction. And with the recognition that comprehensive portfolio management is important to helping clients achieve financial wellness. But to take these steps, advisors have been implementing substantial processes and procedures and have shared with us concerns about significant operational complexity, as well as cybersecurity and custody implications. So in that respect, Pontera provides for advisors their, and their clients a secure client permissioned path to conducting held away asset analysis and management. But on the other side, um, and, and back to the advisors that you referenced in your question, advisors who on the regular, they're giving, uh, they're reviewing client statements and prescribing asset re reallocations for the client to implement. This practice can be frustrating, particularly actually frustrating to the client. It means that for the client, they're getting a lesser level of service from their advisor than they do on their other assets. And it's also introducing homework for the client, which they frankly might dread. I can tell you if my advisor asks me to do anything uh, between my busy schedule, uh, he's lucky if I get it done within that month. And <laughs> <I'm kidding>. while... <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, market conditions change, which is a, a whole other risk. So when it comes to advisor reception, at the end of the day, it's a matter of finding an alternate client permissioned, uh, compliant, and also secure path to managing the accounts. It's also a matter of delivering on the help that their clients are requesting and providing a better experience. Well, I appreciate uh, the thoughtfulness around your answers for this, Nicole. It's a big topic to take on holistic advice and retirement planning. So thank you. But it's time now to move on to segment two of this episode, Ask Us Anything, where we've gone out to the social universe and asked them to submit questions they want answered by you. So mm -hmm. let's see who slid into the DMs this time. First question we actually got was, uh, and I feel like this is timely considering the news uh, that was dropped today, and I'll let you talk about that, but uh, who does Pontera integrate with and any expansion plans on the roadmap? Yeah, as you mentioned, a very timely question because today we're really excited to announce an, an integration with InvestNet Tamarack. Um, listeners can actually find this announcement on our social accounts as well as website. The When we integrate with a portfolio management software provider, it allows the advisor to get a unified view 
of their custodied accounts as well as held away accounts, which means that they can show a unified view to their clients of their entire financial picture. So to that end, we are continuously expanding our technology partnerships driven by requests from our advisor network. Um, we also integrate with Orion, uh, Morningstar Office, SS&C's Advent Custodial Data Network, including the Black Diamond Wealth Platform and Axis, as well as Advice Pay and more. So uh, you can visit our website at pontera.com slash integrations to see more partners and what we're up to. Well, congratulations on, on the integration with InvestNet. Um, you all must be very excited and I can certainly see how that's going to be really impactful for the thousands of advisors who who use InvestNet. So that's really great news. Another question we received, as Pontera is all about helping more investors meet their retirement goals, do you have any stories of the end client that you've seen that have really utilized the power of this platform? Yeah. Um, in fact, we really encourage our advisor network to send us uh, client stories. It is just music to our ears. Love um, a good testimonial, especially with the new rule exactly. change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, um, actually, Scene sent us a great quote from one of his clients um, that basically said, you know, I've trusted Scene with my finances for years. And it was nice to be able to have uh, him bring uh, 401k management uh, under his uh, sort of periphery and capabilities. Um, that's not a direct quote. I'd have to pull it out. But absolutely, we do hear from end clients through our advisors. We continue to um, encourage them to bring them to us and would love if any of our advisor network is listening right now, um, contact me. Uh, I think I think they're really powerful. Absolutely. And and final question, and this one actually comes from me because I'm curious, you know, with the ever-changing regulatory landscape, you know, how is Pontero ultimately helping advisors stay compliant? Obviously, a lot goes into retirement plannings in and out of various accounts. It can it can get quite murky. Yeah. I have to say that compliance is just such a complex topic, um, especially when you take a look at um, federal and state level. So we actually have uh, a white paper on that very topic available on our website, um, and I would point people there. You could go to the co compliance section of our website, and it's great. It's the fiduciary uh, implications of held away asset management, uh, and we actually interviewed uh, a, an attorney who is prominent in our space and much more apt on talking about uh, that topic. So um Definitely, if anyone's uh, listening and wants access to that, check out our website or, or contact me. Uh, you can tweet me or Pontera. Fantastic. Well, I mean, you're obviously on top of it um, being in this space. So um, you heard there, folks, if you want more information, please visit their website. And Nicole, appreciate you being put on the spot and your, your answers around this and being put in the hot seat. So we've come to our final and my personal favorite segment called Stack It or Whack It, where I'm going to throw out a few technologies, not necessarily wealth tech related. And you tell me if it's worth the hype, essentially stack it, aka, you know, lose it or yeah. lose it <laughs> at the end of the day. Sure. So I, I'm going out on a limb here and making some, some assumptions here that I'm hoping you're a dog person. So please <laughs> confirm or deny before I <laughs> ask this question. Confirmed. Definitely confirm. Okay. Me too. I have, I have two at home right now. So, all right, great. Because my first technology I was going to throw out is Fitbark, which, you know, I guess could 
be considered phytotech. Maybe that's a new category we need to explore. I don't know yet, but I'm obsessed with my dogs. And we recently strapped air tags to their collars as kind of our first foray into animal wearables, if you will. But a lot like holistic planning, Fitbark actually monitors your dog's everyday activity um, and sleep and it turns that data into kind of like deep, actionable health insights. So you can motivate your dog to be more active, explain changes in behavior, better conversations with your vet, stack it or whack it, Nicole. <laughs> well, okay. So I have to admit, I haven't heard of Fitbark, um, <laughs> but you are asking someone who's also ruled by my two rescue dogs. So I will have to say stack it. Uh, because my dogs deserve the best and preventative medicine can save disasters down the line. I don't know. That said, I have to say it's pretty high tech for pups. I actually just got into an Apple watch and health app trend myself. Um, and I was actually disturbed to realize how much less sleep I get than I thought. So I'll have to check out Fitbark, but perhaps after I get myself sorted out on health insights. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm very attached to my Apple watch. It was funny. I was just re recording another podcast and I made the joke that I always forget to take mine off. I have a gnarly tan line <laughs> from, from wearing it so much, but I also forget to take it off during like interviews or if I'm in formal wear and I look like a spy kid half the time because I'll be in like a dress with my huge Apple watch. So I'm, I'm scared to dig into the sleep stuff too, because I'm a terrible sleeper as is. So I agree yeah. there, <laughs> get that sorted. All right. Technology number two, uh, as a fellow marketer, I have to ask you about TikTok. Can it work for our industry? Stack it or whack it in wealth management? <laughs> okay. Um, yes, you are certainly a fellow marketer with an impressive history, might I add, in financial services Thank and fintech. Um, so I'm actually interested in your thoughts too. Um, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a sort of thoughts behind it before I answer, which is um when listeners think of TikTok, you might have visions of quirky informal videos, right? Um, but TikTok is actually, it actually has over 800 million users. The U.S. is the largest TikTok audience. And it's also uh, particularly popular with Gen Z, which brings us to a bigger quandary, which is that J.D. Power tells us that the average age of a wealth manager is 57. So as Gen Z growingly needs help with their personal finance, is the industry building the talent, right, and the pipeline and the tools to provide this assistance? Uh, and is the hesitation around TikTok, which I've seen all over Twitter and in, you know, various blogs, is that is that kind of all part of the disconnect? Um, so I'm going to say stack it because as a marketer, I believe it's always important to meet your clients where they are. Uh, for those advisors who are now serving young professionals, I think it would be prudent to explore TikTok as a means for communications, just as you would any other channels. Uh, now, with, now with the new marketing rule, all social media channels must meet compliance standards, and TikTok's short video format is admittedly probably difficult to work with. Oftentimes, we see finfluencers with carefully planned YouTube and written content, but... Um, you know, even though it's easier to fit the appropriate verbiage and disclaimers in long form, I think that there can be some adaptation. And those advisors with burgeoning YouTube channels are, are pros now. Um, and of course, with all channels, they should be vetting the content with their compliance teams. I would completely agree with everything you just said. I think the biggest question that it raises 
is around regulation and compliance, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things too. I, I said on a panel a couple months ago around all things marketing for advisors, and the big theme that came out of it is showing up authentically. So if you don't like to do video, you don't like to podcast, you just like to send newsletters, lean into what you like to do and what you're good at. You don't need to try to do everything, be on every social platform, send out a bajillion emails, try to do video, try to do podcast, you know, all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's if it makes sense for your practice and based on your your clients and who you're who you're going after and your segments absolutely because TikTok can seem a little uncharacteristic for our our business but you know we are seeing this rise of you know quote unquote fintech influencers kind of that you referenced and so mm-hmm. a lot of users are seeking advice on investing saving crypto budgeting and more and you're you're starting to see those folks pop up in in easy digestible bites uh that people are are listening to and utilizing so i think it could be very interesting for some folks, especially with, you know, we hear a lot about the generational wealth transfer that's coming up over the next 20 to 25 years. If you're going after those, those younger clients, it absolutely, like you said, makes sense to meet them where they are. And I also think it helps foster greater financial inclusion. You're going to be reaching people that might not necessarily know uh, how to utilize advisors. Or again, it goes back to that financial literacy topic that we brought up at the beginning of this episode. So I think in that sense, you know, the inclusivity that it could create uh, could be huge for this industry. So I agree with you. <laughs> great, great point on the inclusivity. I love that. Well, Nicole, I appreciate you indulging me on all my crazy segments in this podcast. And thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed our conversation. And I know we covered a lot of ground. Um, You mentioned a few resources before, but please remind and tell listeners where they can find out more about Pontera. Yeah. um, Thanks again for having me. And to learn more about Pontera, visit our website at pontera.com. Fantastic. And if you're looking to stay ahead of the technology status quo, don't miss our WealthStack event, part of Wealth Management Edge in Hollywood, Florida, May 21st to the 24th. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn for all the updates. Thank you all for listening today. The wealth tech revolution is now. WealthStack provides bolder technology strategies and powers a new generation of growth-oriented advisors. Join us in Florida May 21st to the 24th and get 20% off now with our discount code WEALTH20. That's WEALTH20, W-E-A-L-T-H-2-0, and be sure to search WealthStack to find out more. Betanext powers the future of connected wealth, providing frictionless wealth management enterprise solutions, real-time data capabilities, and an enhanced wealth advisor experience. Through their software, data, and operations as a service approach, they empower their clients to deliver a comprehensive end-to-end advisor and investor experience. To learn more, visit betanext.com. That's betanext.com, B-E-T-A-N-X-T.com.